Tom Panos, Spice, Troy Malcolm. How are you, Troy? I'm good, thanks, Tommy. How are you? Good. Okay, so the big man, the big boss, uh, the person that uh, generally is the most domineering is not here with us. He's overseas. Now, Troy, I can tell you, I'm very certain that even though that John turned around and said two weeks ago on one of the podcasts, I never watch myself on TV. I never like to you know, listen to myself. I have a funny feeling that uh, the podcast that he doesn't speak, that only me and you, they're the ones he listens to. He, he wants to sit there and critique and come up and say how we perform without him. I can almost guarantee the email will come to me in about 10 minutes post going live on Wednesday. Okay, Johnny, this one, this, this podcast is dedicated to you, Johnny. Uh, so uh, the topic here, the pre-listing kit, and uh, I've picked this topic uh, for a couple of reasons. Once there's a, a new book that's being launched by uh, Andrew Winter. The second reason is that uh, Troy's uh, exposure to digital is fairly significant in his role in the McGrath Group, so it would be a good topic to talk about. Uh, but Troy, my first note on the, the pre-listing kit, it's become pretty important because what we know is that most of the decision is made before the listing. So the pre-list all of a sudden becomes important. When we talk about pre-list traditionally, we talk about a package that was sent by a PA or a support person from the office to a vendor. So when the agent showed up, that the vendor had some information beforehand. And what we're seeing is that that tool has evolved because with digital technology, with bigger screens on phones, with faster broadband access, we now see the emergence of video as part of the pre-listing kit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, traditionally, Tom, there was a lot of real estate agents that would put together recent sales that they have um, post-sales brochures. They do a letter introducing themselves and have a few testimonials they'd send out. But more recently, we've seen so many agents embrace video and really start to set the tra- uh, set the path to greater success and build rapport with the client before they even meet them. Yeah, you, you mentioned before, Troy, as we were um, getting the microphones organised, you said the digital interview, and I like that term. Um, For someone that works in digital like you do, define what you mean by a digital interview. The digital interview really relates back to everything you're doing online or everything people are saying about you online, people can find. So if you have a video of a successful auction, that forms part of your digital interview. If you have an active presence on social media, whether it be LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, you'll have an active profile. So people will go online, like with everything, and search for those people that they're just about to meet or friends of friends, and they'll get an understanding about your business and how up to date you are before the appointment. Okay, so what we clearly know is that traditionally people had um, a footprint in their area. That footprint was defined by the signboards that they had, what people would say about them, uh, the occasional community board that they would have or that they're sponsoring the Surf Likes uh, life-saving club mm-hmm. but now we're saying that you know you've also got a digital footprint you've also got a social media footprint that there are people that are connected to you via you know Facebook and Twitter and the other platforms and also what we're saying is that any piece of video content that sits online is there for people to look at so whether you like it or not you have got a video footprint it's something that 
you haven't seen yet, but you're starting, I, I don't know whether our users have seen them, but the video listing kits or pre-listing kit, we, we use it uh, frequently within our business, but it's a video introduction of the agent being interviewed to the person that they can upload via a USB stick and then have that hand delivered. So when they open up the book itself, the video is there. Beautiful. So um, let's just, uh, you know, and, and, and while we talk about video, Troy, I'd, I'd like to make a reference. Um, look, if you want to ever check anything out, you just go on YouTube, you type in an agent's name, you could type in the word pre-list or testimonials, and it pretty much brings it up. But there's one specific video, Gavin Rubenstein, who is a 25-year-old guy. He writes about one and a half million in gross commission income. He's Ray White's number one agent in New South Wales. I've just seen his pre-list video. So anyone that wants to watch it, if you go to YouTube, put Gavin, Gavin Rubenstein testimonial. Um, it goes for two minutes. And I think, Troy, maybe we can spend a bit of time talking about how an agent actually uses a pre-list video. Um, again, just rehashing what we spoke about is we both ideally said that when a call comes in, you build rapport, have the conversation, and instead of the traditional method is, I'll have a box sent out to you in the next few hours, you say, within 30 seconds, you're gonna receive an email from me. I su suggest you watch it. It's gonna tell you what we do, how we do it. And Troy, the advantages is, once they spent the 90 seconds watching that video, when the agent shows up to the appointment later on that evening, like at 6.30 and the door opens, they're saying, hi, Troy, how are you going? They feel like there's already a re relationship there. Yeah, like most things, Tom, speed and quality is key yeah. uh, to this kind of service. And we've seen it not only within our industry, we've seen it in the airline industry, we've seen it all the way down to um, the retail experience. Something that can happen quickly, the expectations of the user is actually the most important thing. So where traditionally, like we would send out a box with all the paraphernalia in there, people are now, the expectation is they'll get a video or they'll get a link to more information about that agent as the phone call is actually happening. I don't even know that happens 90 seconds after anymore. I think it's as you're on the phone. People expect, their expectation is that that information is ready and ready to be distributed straight away. Now, from a video point of view, what would I do? Um, if I was an agent, I'd be introducing myself, telling them a little bit about my background and yeah. why I am successful. I wouldn't do a hard sell at that stage because it is the pre-listing experience. But I'd want to give them enough insight into me as a person yeah. before I arrived at the appointment to go through the process of listing the home for sale. Yeah, uh, well said. I want to um, probably just extend on that point that you talked about this new connection economy, where Troy said that you know people want you know quality and speed, and it's at the intersection of speed, quality, and fair, reasonable fee that you get value. So if you could picture three circles, speed, quality, and fair fee, where they intersect is value. And Troy made the reference point there that, you know, airline travel. So uh, what you're seeing now happen, five, six years ago, you'd go to the flight center, book a ticket, two days later, you might get something sent out to you with your, your fares. We're seeing people now receive their boarding pass into an app, their passbook on their iPhone, uh, within seconds of them doing the transaction. So not only do they know what time they're leaving, what time they're arriving, they've actually got you know boarding passes uh, on their iPhone. 
so what we're seeing is speed, we're seeing quality, we've seen efficiencies mean that now you're having people travelling all over Australia far more regularly. In some instances we're seeing the taxi fares being more expensive than the airline fares. Um, so uh, I would urge an agent, if they had 1000 2000 to spend, to seriously look at getting a high quality pre-list video do your own research, go on a YouTube, you can uh, make up your mind about the things that you like, but I agree with you, Troy, the pre-list video is not the time to go off and be closing for the listing. And, and also on that point, Tom, high quality doesn't necessarily mean cost. Um, you can go to that level of 1000 2000 but for the agents and some of the younger agents that don't have budget to do that, um, like you mentioned before, the technology that is now at our fingertips iPhone 6 Plus, some of the Android devices, even a Canon uh, G7X, um, all these technologies that are used by YouTubers, by vlogging and things like that, um, you can actually record yourself. So if I was to do a pre-list kit and I had a, not a lot of money on a budget, I'd go out and buy a selfie stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd go buy and I'd put the phone on there and I'd record myself saying, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, I'm really looking forward to seeing you today. Just a little bit of an insight. We sold a couple of properties around the area. Today I'm going to talk through the rest of the process and then introduce my marketing campaign and how we're going to achieve a premium price for you. And that would be it. I'd record that, I'd upload it to my computer and send that. Oh, gold. Beautiful. So very simple, very simple process. I think being authentic and being quite comfortable in front of the camera is something that agents need to develop over time. It's not about the polish of real estate anymore because, like you said, the digital interview shows so many facets of our lives and our personal lives now that authenticity really comes through to business life. Yeah. It is a lifestyle kind of concept around real estate at the moment. Yeah. And to our listeners, I just want to remind you, that listing presentation, just remember, you're going out there... Um, as a real estate agent seeing a vendor, what you're trying to do is actually go there first as a human first and an agent second, and when you look at them, look at them as a human that just happens to be a vendor. And that's where you get authenticity. Troy, at this point, I'd uh, probably like just to talk about getting a third-party endorsement. So one of the things, like Andrew Winter is the host of Selling Houses Australia and a lot of people see him on that show that he goes in there and renovates. And a lot of vendors can relate to him. So what I've found is uh, a lot of uh, real estate agents are going to be using this new tool that uh, there's a book. It's a mini booklet, Top Dollar, How to Sell Your Property for the Highest Price. And what Andrew Winter does is he goes through Troy and he talks about what you've got to do to get top dollar, how you reach your potential buyers, the six steps to finding different buyers in different marketplaces. He talks about the importance of spending 1% of the value of your home in marketing. And in fact, Tim Lawless, the head researcher of RP Data, and the big man himself, John McGrath, has been mentioned saying the same thing, that you should be spending 1%. Now, the reason why I like this book, Troy, is that an agent can actually also email the link out. As an e-version. As an e-version. And sit there and say, listen, when I come out there, um, you're going to have a lot of questions. This mini booklet will take you 15 minutes to read. It's going to tell you um, how we go about the process. It's also, it's written by Andrew Winter, who goes out and helps people sell their houses for top dollar. He's not an agent. He's more of a, a TV personality. And the fact that he's a third party, not connected to it, um, gives the story a bit of credibility. So 
Um, I would urge people to uh, look at the book. Those of you that are on my blog, I've got 17,000 people that are, would have received the link um, sh- uh, either in the last day or two. Um, so all I can say to you, if you haven't, you can actually see that it sits on my website at tompanels.com.au, but you can also get a copy of the book at newscorpaustralia.com backslash top dash dollar um, and I think, Troy, it's a good way to educate a vendor before you get to the listing presentation. Yeah, absolutely, Tom. And I also think even if you're not going to use it as part of your lifting, listing presentation, they can never be too educated around this stuff. So as an agent, you'll guarantee, you could almost guarantee that your competitors have read this and they're going through it. So those out there that are using it, fantastic. I think it's a great resource and it is, you're right, it's a third-party endorsement and a testimony to, to Andrew and his team for putting it together. But from an educational point of view, our agents need to be across this anyway because whether it's a competitor or someone in their office, they're going to have the knowledge and know-how. So why not uh, better and hone your skills than using a book like this? Correct. Now, Troy, whilst we're on the topic of pre-list, would you agree that everything you do, not just the book, not just the video, not just the box that you might be sending them at the moment, Everything you do is, in fact, pre-list. Like Absolutely. the way you behave, the way you act, the way the way you greet people at an open house, um, the way that you respond to a, a telephone inquiry for a buyer who might be a vendor yep. is is pre-list. Um, and I know that John always says that the way you do anything is the way you do everything, and that you can't actually just say, "Oh, I better be nice to people now." In fact. You're in audition mode for a listing presentation 24-7. Even the way you interact with your colleagues in the office, I think, is extremely important. Yeah. Most people will have a, a perception of an individual before they meet that individual. So if you're walking around and you're not being nice to the front office manager or receptionist, or you're not working with the marketing team well, that perception will actually create a reality for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very, very well said. And I think um, the research data, Troy, shows that um, 60 to 70% of a decision of, of, of someone making up their mind what they think about you is made within 20 seconds. Right. So you don't really get a good crack at a second opportunity to say to people, I want to press the pause button, I want to rewind, and I actually want to bring my best version of myself this time around. The reality is that that doesn't happen. People uh, want the fast version and the one version of something, and I think it's a very important lesson, even though it's a bit scary to people, Troy, because it's saying to people that you've got to be good all the time. It also means that your competitors are playing under the same rules and same games. So you've got to be better than them. And I think it's fair because what's basically saying is the best person wins in the end in this new world because everything's transparent. Correct. Absolutely correct. And I think straight away, Tom, we're very lucky. We get to see so many agents, um, not only within the businesses we work, but also with our competitors and going around and watching auctions and whatnot. Um, I see so many agents that leave their assistant high and dry at the, the entry point of the property. 
and that's probably the most important because, like you said, the first 20 seconds of meeting someone will create an impression. Yeah. Now, that might be your assistant, but your name's on the signboard. You're representing that sale and that vendor. So you've got to make sure that everyone is greeted with a handshake. How are you today, sir? Ma'am, nice to meet you. Here's a property brochure. Just to let you know, all the details are on the back. But if you have any questions, Tom's inside. He can run you through whatever you need to know. Fantastic. So there's that kind of dialogue and that impression. And I see it all the time because when you go and we're doing 12 or 13 auctions a weekend, you get to see who's the best and normally the successful agents they leave clues success leaves clues the successful agents are spending a lot of time at that first point really greeting and engaging their audience yeah 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 and i think troy what actually happens is uh it's it's a funny thing people do forget what you say but they never forget the feeling you leave them with so the way that you leave people feeling is is absolutely critical that's what they take home with them when they're driving with their partner home and they're talking about that open house, they're saying, geez, they were nice, weren't they? Or, geez, typical agents. So Troy, as we finish off here, I wanna ask you this question about auctions. Yep. Now, John McGrath, out of the blue, has conducted an auction uh, the other week I got a text message, I asked him, how did it go, John? And John sent me a short, sharp message, reserve 1.5, sold for 2 million. So, I'm just trying to work out, did John McGrath do that auction? Because that last auction episode that we had, where we were talking about it, me and you were talking about, you know, we do auctions and uh, we sort of dominate a lot of the conversation about auctions. Did John McGrath go out there, do an auction, sell it for 25% over reserve, one in, I think, in um, a decade, by the sounds of it, I can't remember when the last one he did. Yep. Um, w- w- did he do that auction just to prove a point to me and you, Troy? I think he did. But also, Tom, you remember that day, he was writing a lot of notes during that podcast recording, so obviously he was just getting um, updated on the skill levels that he needed. Hey, <laughs> well, I've, I've got to say, listeners, he went out, he did it, not, he actually did it, 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 it's about 60 seconds from my home too, by the way. He Absolutely, did it, yeah. He did, it, he did it in Haberfield. Haberfield. Um, I, I, uh, um, uh, and I don't know whether he's going to attempt another, after doing that sort of result, John's the sort of person that's going to say, okay, we're fine. I'll come back when I'm ready. And it's funny, you talk about the digital interview, but Tom, there was video footage of that auction. Uh, We had a presence. There was media that turned up just by chance to that auction. So there was all these elements. And then the next day, John was actually in the paper. So you've got to start to think, okay, if it works for John, it definitely works on so many scales um, that you do get seen, you do get noticed. It went viral online, but it was a a phenomenally successful auction. We were very proud of the fact that John still gets out there in the coalface and actually does things like that. And I've got to tell you, every resident in Haberfield says, thank you, John McGrath. You've just lifted the median price up. (laughs) And on that note, Troy, we might leave it. Um, It's good to see you've been traveling with just two pilots today, and this plane is landing. Captain crew, prepare for landing. (laughs) Troy, we'll see you next week. See you guys. Enjoy the week. Bye-bye.